I wanted to do a short, like, check-in, I guess, episode. I'll see how short it ends up being. Because <laughs> uh, I have off of work tomorrow. Um, I took the entire day off because I have, um, I'm getting my second shot, my second vaccine shot at like 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Um, and I know that this one is going to have worse, uh, side effects. So, I just took the whole day off just to be safe. Um, and I was thinking about taking this day off anyway, because it's the finale for the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, and a lot of that was because from, like, anxiety about how things would end since Endgame, like, slapped me so hard in the face and I wasn't expecting that. Um, that, like, worry has gone since watching this season in full, but, um... I'm still excited to stay up until, like, 2 o'clock in the morning tonight and watch the episode when it gets, like, put up, um, on Disney Plus. Like, it gets put on there at, like, midnight, um, for the Western time zone, which is 2 a.m. here. Uh, and, like, why not just, like, stay up and watch it as soon as humanly possible? Like, I'll probably sleep, like like, straight up hell, <laughs> um, because after it's over, my mind is, I know my mind's gonna be, like, going, like, crazy, um, but hopefully I'll be able to get some sleep between then and my vaccine appointment at 8 o'clock, <laughs> um, but either way, I'm excited to see it and experience it and all that, um, and then, but the other thing I mainly wanted to talk about was the Derek Chauvin verdict. Um, so, like, when they announced the verdict, or when they announced that, like, the jury had the case, like, the entire time the trial was going on, I, like, could not pay attention to it. I saw, like, some tweets about it, but tried not to because it's, like, this... It's the stupidest trial. Like, everyone saw him like, kill that guy on video that was, like, posted all across the internet. Like, everyone knows what he did. Like, there's nothing that they can really say to defend that action that doesn't make it obvious that he fucking, you know, he killed him. Um, so, like, the whole trial, like, we knew, like, like, we knew what was gonna happen. Like, the, the state was doing their job and and showing, like, all the evidence they had that, yes, it was the man standing on his neck for nine minutes that killed him, um, and we knew that, like, the defense would try to disparage his character, even though that has nothing to do with anything, because no one knew anything about his character when he was fucking standing on his neck trying to kill him, um, like, we knew what they were gonna do, and it was just, like, can we just... The entire time it was going on, I was just like, can we just skip to the verdict? Like, I just need to know. Like, nothing that happens in the trial is going to convince me which way the verdict is going to go because it, like, you just never know. Like, this is, and, it, like, just thinking about prior 
like true crime kind of things I followed like the the thing I always think about is like the Casey Anthony trial which like don't even fucking get me started on that I could rant about that forever on how ridiculous that jury pool was um that they found her not guilty of everything that quickly and um because they came back after like 10 hours or something too and I'll never forget that like like at the verdict was read right when I like it was read at like 1 30 and I started work at 1 30 and I just remember standing at the time clock and my sister telling me on the phone that they found her not guilty of everything and we were both just like dumbfounded and like the entire work day I just kept like wanting to cry on and off and was so mad because I just couldn't believe it and that had nothing to do with race <laughs> uh but like I especially was thinking about like the Trayvon Martin trial I don't remember where like what year it exactly was in anymore I feel like it was like 2013 2012 but I might be wrong but I just have this clear memory of like leaving work and that was when I lived with my sister on like um like more like downtown part of um Milwaukee and I remember that, because I remember that after work, I stopped at, like, a, I stopped at the grocery store that I actually worked at, but a different one that was closer to where we live that has nicer food, to get, like, something for dinner. And that the, like, parking lot was, like, packed with cars, and people were walking around because there was a, there was one of the summer festivals that's in, like, the middle of our downtown was going on. And I just remember, like, looking at, my phone on Twitter at the time and seeing that they found George Zimmerman not guilty and being like just like so angry but also just I was just really really sad just thinking about how like all of the racist shit somehow made people not find somebody guilty who attacked a 17 year old kid for walking down the street like he wasn't even doing he was doing nothing wrong um, and yet that's what I've been thinking, that was what I was thinking about, so, it's like, please God, don't let, don't let this happen, like, I don't think I could even, like, almost stand it, like, seeing something like that happen again, and how it would affect, like, black people especially, but everyone, like, and by everyone, I mean, like, people of color, and just, like, the like, society, I didn't, I was like, I do not want to live in a society where we can watch a man murder somebody on video, and he be found not guilty, so when the whole thing went to the jury, um, ever since my, like, main Twitter got, like, suspended, I've had my other one, and I've just kind of followed, like, sports things that I followed, to keep up with them and just been looking at like the trending topics but like that day like whatever day that was I remember I think Tuesday I like kept looking opening Twitter and looking at the trending topics like every 20 minutes the entire day because I was I didn't want to miss um when they were going to say the verdict and then um and then I, like, went on and saw the, 
they announced that they were going to announce it. And, like, the hour between when they said the verdict was in and they actually announced what the verdict was was, like, a test of my coping mechanisms. <laughs> because the entire hour I just wanted to panic and was, like, having to work to calm myself back down. Um, and just kept, like, I kept, like, doing calls for my job. But, like, in between when I would be talking, I would just start dissociating. Like, people would ask me questions at the for the calls I have to make and I would just like it would take me like five seconds to actually answer them <laughs> um and yeah it was I was just like thinking like over and over again like please let him be guilty like just can we get like this one thing right and fighting with like the side of myself that's like people never get this stuff right there's like so many years of of racism winning out and I didn't so I was so scared I like didn't want to get my hopes up at all I was so so fucking scared that they weren't going to do it again um where when they actually read the verdict so okay so this is how like my other things with watching other cases happen so like when the Casey Anthony verdict was read like um, like, my sister played it, she, like, you know, basically played it for me so I could, like, hear the audio, and they, like, said the lowest charges first, and usually when they have multiple charges, they'll kind of put multiple ones in there so that if they find, if they can't find you guilty of, like, the top one, then there's other options for you so that, they are still found guilty of something instead of just being found guilty of nothing. And so when the Casey Anthony trial happened, for instance, they started off with the, with saying, um, finding her not guilty of child abuse. And I remember that, like, the, the, um, prosecuting attorney afterwards said, like, we knew, like, I knew that if they didn't even find her guilty of child abuse, they weren't going to find her guilty of, like, murder. Um, so, like, I thought that that's what they were going to do for this one, that it was just, like, you know, he's found guilty for one thing, and that's it. So, when they said second-degree murder, guilty, <laughs> I, like, I just started, I just, like, burst into tears, like, not even kidding. I just started crying, and I, like, dropped my phone and started crying and went to tell the people that I was talking to at the time that it was, who were working, that it was guilty, and then, like, a couple minutes later, went back and saw that they found him guilty of everything. Um, but that relief was, like, so real. And, like, it's one of those things that it's so messed up that, like, I was absolutely terrified that they weren't going to find him guilty. Like, the whole fact that we even had to do this trial in the first place, and he had a defense attorney up there saying the horrible things he was saying about George Floyd and all that. Um, it's just ridiculous. Like, we all saw it happen. How are, it's, like, almost, like, gaslighting in a way to make us go through this all over again and act like we don't know what really happened. Um, so, but, and, like, when I say, like, we, afterwards, I was just thinking, like, we made this happen. And by we, I mean everyone in society who would not shut the fuck up. Like, everyone who went to protest, like, last year, everyone who 
Because the it's the only reason that this even happened. So, okay. Sorry, my alarm went off for food that I delivered. So, what I was saying was, like, none of this ever would have happened on, like, without, like, the complete and total, just complete outrage of everyone, of just society in general. Like, last summer to the fall, like, every, like, society in the U.S., like, especially young people, we literally just flipped every table. And by that, I mean, we were just, like, once that video, like, nothing, none of this would have ever happened if that 17-year-old girl didn't film that video. And with her phone, see, like, a cop doing something that definitely looked wrong to her and, and didn't stop filming it. Like, it never would have happened, like, especially, like, remembering, like, remembering how all of this, like, unfolded last year, like, it took a little, like, the fact that, like, at first, like, the police officers were fired, and then a few weeks after that, they were, um, charged with, like, they were actually charged with, like, criminal action. They wouldn't have even been fired without, like, complete and total uproar that was going on. Like, they, they would have, like, suspended them or something with pay for a while and then, and then would have just, like, brought them back when things calmed down again. Um, or, like, transfer them to other departments or whatever, like, they usually do. It was, like, we, like, we as in, like, society who was just, like, we're done, um, made all of that happen. And so, like, there's this weird feeling when I think about that, like, like, part of me feels, like, like, almost galvanized in a way, that, like, society in general, that if we're, if we all, like, almost, like, band together in a way, and do what we did, like, the fact that there was a Black Lives Matter protest in every single state last year, in the month of June especially, and that it was everywhere. Like, that girl, like, the 17-year-old girl, I think her first name is Darnella, she, like, she started this, a trend of people just seeing police officers and taking out their phones and, and recording them when they thought that they were doing something weird. Like, uh, one thing that I think what is really important, too, was that, like, like, someone, on, I saw a TikTok video where somebody posted, like, the press release that the Minneapolis Police Department put out about George Floyd's death at first and how much it's just a lie and it downplays everything. They say that there was a medical incident, that no police officers were injured. They act like, they act like George Floyd had like, like a heart attack or, or something when he was being arrested by the police and that's why he died. They don't mention that he was, he died because a police officer had his knee on his neck for nine minutes and like wouldn't get off. Um, and, like, one of the things that I thought was really key for people was, like, catching police in lies, like, constantly last year in, like, multiple cities. It seemed like everywhere. Like, I remember, I was remembering this earlier today when I saw that video, but, like, just in Milwaukee, the police department here, um, when they called in the National Guard, they... Um, tear gas some of the people who were protesting 
and the protest like there there was video of it nothing was going on like before it happened it was it was just like all of a sudden they all just like like tramp started trampling them like there was video of someone who was trampled by them um and so they tried to say that somebody threw a molotov cocktail at them and they even put up like pictures and they tried to put up like video that was supposed to be pointing at evidence to show that they were right about that but like the quote-unquote molotov cocktail was just a plastic water bottle that people were like drinking water out of because they were like marching for like all across the city um it was ridiculous to try to say that somebody threw a molotov cocktail which is when they like you have to start that on fire before you throw it it's absolutely absurd to say that they threw that in a plastic water bottle that would be flammable like shut up (laughs) it was just so dumb they obviously were they just took pictures of like debris from the protesters that were on the street after they left and try to act like it was something nefarious and everyone including the local news was like you're lying and they put out like three different press releases and it was like and they just kept lying in each one and then would get caught lying by like the local news who was there like when it all happened and showed like video to show that they were lying and then they would lie again and it was just that was one of the things I think that um that made it people's outrage just keep growing because it was like this one incident was bad enough but then when you saw like the police just like beating the shit out of people for just wanting to protest against them murdering people um and then like them like catching them lying like there's always like a lot of there's always a lot of question at least for me that that the police were telling the truth in like, a lot of these kind of situations, but when you have, like, literal evidence of it, it's, like, you can't lie about this, and it was almost funny in, like, a sick way to see them continuing, like, knowing that everything they do now, people are watching them because we don't trust you, and everything they do, especially in, like, the biggest cities, people are taking video of them whenever they showed up, and they would just keep doing things, it's like the whole thing it reminds me so much of like um like narcissistic kind of abusers like they can't help but do things like to try to control people and scare them even when they know that the person that they're abusing or controlling has like seen through them and is getting away from them or that if they do that it's going to make them look bad like they don't care And they, like, almost can't help themselves from doing that, even though they know it's going to make them look shitty. They just are stuck in this mindset of, I have to control these people. These people can't realize that they can, that they can be against me. They need to, like, submit to me, basically. Um, And so, like, that whole, when I think about all of that, like, how we were able to basically make this entire thing happen and also because of like how public everything was the fact that like the state and everything had such pressure on them to do a really good job that they fucking did a really good job I don't I don't trust anybody (laughs) within like the police justice system to actually do a good job I know that the people who did the George Floyd like state's case did it pro bono um but still like so much pressure was on this case that I feel like because of that, 
they like they took everything so seriously that they did what they should do the entire time which is do a really good job defending and showing what happened to this person um where we could get like this outcome like instead of it being another situation where they don't get any accountability and they just get away with killing black people he actually got found guilty and like the three other police officers that were standing there watching him kill him and are having other charges in a couple months like they could all be found guilty too um so okay so what I'm trying to say is there's this side of me that is like feels galvanized by the idea that even though like the police and the criminal justice system and everything is completely fucked up and we're basically at like the mercy of it like there's no one else so we can call for help if we're in a situation where we need the police there's we can't call another agency but it also felt make me felt a little bit galvanized that at least if like we it shows that if we all just kind of can collectively like as a community almost in the country like go against them and just not be willing to deal with any of their bullshit anymore that we can like force them to make them accountable even though the system is built to not be that um but at the same time then the other side of me especially when Micaiah Bryant died like as the verdict was basically being read a fucking 16 year old girl is murdered by the police because who she called because she was being threatened by like grown women and was scared and didn't want to like and didn't want to die and called the police and then they fucking shot her because she had a a knife like she's 16 years old what are you doing and also like what are the like this is a tangent but like what is the police what do they like train them for like i almost want to know like what is police training even like like um I had a friend when I worked for attorneys that I'm not friends with anymore um and this next sentence will explain likely why who was interested in being a police officer yeah (laughs) um and she talked about like how you had she had to go to like interviews for months she ha- and there was like a month long like training process before you could like take like their test or whatever and become a police officer and actually do the job but it's like what do they train them during those months if they if they obviously don't train them with the escalation tactics like like they're like they see a girl a, a young girl a teenage girl who's scared who's being threatened by grown women and they're like the way that they handle it is shooting the girl four times and killing her like what is the point of you existing if that's all you ever do so it's like do they teach you de-escalation tactics like I know de-escalation tactics because of how I grew up like if I can handle learning how to de-escalate my dad just from like existing around him and like there are other times too like I remember uh when I was in college my sophomore year there yeah my sophomore year in college 
I lived in an apartment thing with like six other people and one of our roommates was in a fight with one of our other roommates and like burst in the door and just started beating her up and it took me like a little bit to be able to like move my body and get out of like the freeze aspect but I was able I like put my arms around the girl who was beating the other one up and around her stomach and just like basically kind of picked her up and like moved back until I like ran into the fridge in our in our um kitchen so that the girl that she was hurting could like run into who was actually my actual roommate could run into our room and lock the door and hide and then told her to get the fuck out like that was me at like 20 not having any training whatsoever just you know from just growing up in an abusive house probably to have an idea of how to handle that better than maybe other people would um and I could figure that out so like what the fuck do they teach police because they obviously don't teach them any de-escalation tactics because all they do the first thing they do is just take out their gun and shoot people like no matter what you do if you're black or brown if you're not white they just take out their gun and just start shooting you and it, so, like, this part of it, like, when I think about Micaiah Bryant and there's someone else in, I think, South North Carolina, Andrew, I can't remember his last name, but a black man who was killed by the police yesterday. Like, it's just, part of me is, like, I feel somewhat good that we are able to go through all of this and force them to find this police officer accountable. But I'm also, like this took too long like this is taking too long like too many black people are fucking dying like it's especially right now like the police or people who are police officers around the country they must feel like there's a target on their back which is fucking ironic considering what they do to people but i imagine that they do at least in some way because They've never really been held accountable for their actions like this before, and they finally were. So, like, this case sets a precedent. If this person went to prison, then other people will, too, for the same thing. And they're mad about that, so I think that's why, partly why, not Micaiah Bryant, because that was happening as the fucking verdict was being read, which is, like, made it even more tragic. But other people that will likely die from interactions with the police in the next few weeks like I feel like they're just like lashing out at people doing like the abuser thing like trying to scare us back into submission so we don't try to question their authority when it their those actions just make us get more angry and question it even more and so that part I'm like this is taking too fucking long like We put in, like, as society, when I say we, we put in so much work and, like, black people have been advocating for themselves forever and finally last year people started actually listening, white people started actually taking it seriously and not making excuses and, like, we did all of that, but, like, it's taking too long for this shit to change. Too many people are dying. I'm like, what do we have to do to... to like speed this process up because there is too many black and brown people that die at the hands of the police like I can't like hearing the news every time there's another person I I literally I can't even take it like I just want to go outside and find the nearest police department and like and 
just do something <laughs> like I don't even know what but I'm just so like I want to basically tell them all to get out and leave I want them all to just quit like stop doing your jobs go do a job where you don't have a fucking weapon on you all the time do literally anything else in the entire world where you will not kill people anymore or if you do kill people you won't be able to say that you're doing it in the scope of your job and won't be able to get like get out of it um out of like responsibility for it I just those are like the two sides that I feel like like we couldn't even get through an entire day of just being like celebrating the verdict going how it should for once before other people were dying it's like a never it's just I know it's a never-ending cycle but that I feel like that day just proved it so clearly of why like we can like as a society like we can't stop like we have to be going we just have to be in their face constantly and always pressuring like I don't even know who but Congress I guess in general to actually do something about this like take away qualifying immunity from cops at least to start like abolition is definitely the goal I don't see any other way I don't there's no other way that this could that this will end other than that um but like there's a lot of like process that like steps that can happen along the way that can if they happen can at least maybe slow down at least how often they kill people like it's ridiculous that we I have to say that sentence out loud but that's like where we're at like they just fucking keep killing people and if taking away qualified immunity and where they realize that they'll actually be they'll like actually get in trouble like do you want to be the next police officer that goes to prison where all the inmates know that you were a fucking police officer you might have helped put them there or you're corrupt as fuck and that the the system that like you uphold is the reason why they're even in there in the first place like do you want to be that person that has to be probably in solitary confinement all the time and has somebody watching them so that no other inmates try to kill you when you're in prison like Chauvin's gonna be in for the next however many years which makes me really happy um like I just there has to be something and I'm tired of it like the change I'm tired of change only happening like that in society after there's a tragedy like can't we just figure this like force them to do something without somebody else having to die like I know that people dying makes like gives you like this stark contrast like George Floyd losing his life the way he did like you can't it's just so it's so wrong seeing something like that happen to someone that that's why there was so much rage about it but I'm just like we know how much shit they are we know what they do we know how much they lie we know that they don't actually protect anyone and most of the time they just make things worse so like can we just do something about this for once
so that people stop dying.